You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Welcome everybody to the 9to5 Entertainment System. If you enjoy the show, you should tell your friends about it. And if you really enjoy the show, maybe you should go to 9to5.cc and find a link in the sidebar to our Patreon page and support us financially. We talk about all the things. What do we talk about, Scotty? We talk about the warm temperatures at the North Pole. We talk about the Florida shooting. We talk about deep fakes. We talk about the cheater, Billy Mitchell. We talk about Palakinex getting traded. We talk about Winchester the movie, Ghost in the Shell, Justice League, and Star Wars Solo. All this and more on the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. And don't forget to vote us at Cult Montreal as best podcast in the city. was that you could you'd have a whole first person shooter component to their live Eve world yeah, where yeah, you yeah. could just play a first person shooter guy get resources from your clan and yeah. have advantage and disadvantage it's a very cool idea but they, they fucked it up didn't, 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 didn't pay off yeah because I was and then 514 was supposed to be like it could be like a shooter with like 514 people on at the same time right right like, right, right good lord yeah but like think how fucking cool that is never mind just having 512 like a 200 and whatever army versus a 200 and whatever army but putting that fight into the context of a greater war happening in the Eve universe like that. I'm just thinking about waiting to spawn at the end of the round. <laughs> yeah. 512 other people to die. How many people go in a Fortnite round? Maybe like 50? I don't know. In a what round? Fortnite? I don't know what that is. Right, because there's, the there's the two games right now that I, you know, I, I've kicked around Fortnite Battle Royale just a little bit. Um, and then there's PUBG. PUBG. Yeah. Whatever that is. Which is like kind of like the Players same Players Unknown Battlegrounds. Yeah. It's like a it. splinter off of it. Yeah, and, and Fortnite's exactly the same thing. There is a one-player game, but nobody's playing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there's the Battle Royale version, which everyone is playing. So, mm-hmm. like, the idea is, like, you're, like, in a plane or something. You jump out of the plane. You parachute in. You try to grab some loot. And there's, like, a, a damage, I guess, dome that's closing, mist. closing in around the area to ensure that players will eventually be, like, alone in a room together if they get that far. And you just run around and shoot. And, but then as soon as you die, you so don't, it's like... It's like Battle Royale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a yeah. fast-paced Battle Royale. Like the show. Uh, but yeah, but as far as I know from when I played it just a little bit, like if you die, you can like wait to see the stats or you can just be like, put me in another one. You don't yep. have to like wait yep. to like see how that. Yeah, but that up. doesn't count if you're like playing clan warfare, right? Like, no, right. no, no. Like, I, at least I was in, in, some in Fortnite stuff, though, you're you know. dead. When you're dead, you're dead. If you want to stick around and play with your clan, you can. But it's like you don't respawn, you're over. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no Fun. respawn time. It, it is, sort of. Like, usually what people do, as far as I've understood it uh, with uh, Fortnite, is, like, you'll play with, like, two or three people, so you'll wait maybe for your crew hmm. <laughs> to respawn, but, like, you won't necessarily, like... Wait for the whole Wait map. for the whole round to be done. So, so, guys, today is February 26th. Mm-hmm. Something very special happened today. February 26th. Can I guess what it is? Um, things that happened special today. today. Germany, no, that was on Sunday. Almost beat the Russians. Mm-hmm. February 26th. I don't know. Something, I feel like someone told me there was something that happened. This today. isn't that exciting. You probably haven't heard. But the temperature in the North Pole huh? is 6 degrees Celsius right now. Right. Is that not fucked up? In fact, it's more fucked up than, uh, like, uh, like, there's been years and years of people talking about huge problems. Mm-hmm. There's this thing. I watched this big video on it. So when it's, when it's cold in the winter seasons, mm-hmm. the North Pole tips away from the, the face of the sun, and it never gets any light, right? right? So you get a very, very cold lump of air around there that, that makes kind of like a ring-shaped weather system and that pushes cream. that cold air right down to the world. This is like the fuel for a lot of the weather systems that happen throughout the year. Right. 
So what just happened today, <clears throat> or in the last week, was that that one gigantic weather system fractured into two, and then it's going to fracture again and again and again into multiple smaller cyclones. Mm -hmm. Not cyclones, but just like, because the main one was 6,000 kilometers across. Like it was the size of a continent over the, the North Pole. And now there's two of them, and there's going to be more and more and more. And so the weather's going to be completely, completely fucked this whole year. Huh. Worse than we've ever seen before. And there's, they're saying, like, all of the, the, the doom and gloom predictions about global warming that have been going on for a long time, like, warm air on the North Pole yeah. in the dark right now is, like, that warm air intruding into that system, and it's going to melt everything faster. Yeah. Fun. Did you, did you see Richard Donner, Superman, 1978, Like the Donner Party? Yeah. What? No. <laughs> Richard Donner. The original Superman. Jeffrey Donner. Christopher Reeves. Christopher yeah, Reeves, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The Wait, plan who's Jeffrey Donner then? <laughs> Richard Donner. Uh -huh. Jeffrey the Donner. The director. <laughs> oh, I see. Richard, Richard Donner is the director. Go on. Not a, <laughs> not a mass murderer. Neither a serial killer. Crazed <laughs> uh, supervillain Lex Luthor. Yeah. His plan is to blow up the San Andreas Fault, so California sinks into the ocean after having bought a bunch of land in Nevada Good. In, order to, in order to resell it as beachfront property. Was that also the plan of the, of the um, what's his name? The one we hate now. Oh, the Brian Singer one? Yeah. Ka Brian Singer one, he was going to grow another continent mm -hmm. in the middle of the Atlantic and sell that as beachfront That doesn't property. seem very distinct. If, if not for nothing, but Lex Luthor, you can't fault him for his, like, you know, scope of plans. Like, like I imagine Destroy California I, and I, sell I, I imagine, I imagine like, at, like, the supervillains, like, weekend retreat or whatever, like, there's only, like, one guy. Like, Cobra Commander, everyone's like, man, this guy... Cobra We're Commander. going to blow up yeah. the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Lex Luthor's like, hold my beer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like the only guy who's like, "Yo, Cobra Commander, you're not thinking big enough." Real estate, <laughs> exactly. Don't. Build a continent. Don't just blow up one. Build a new one. What? What? No, Keith. No. What? Cobra Commander encased most of the Earth yeah. in a pyramid of darkness. <laughs> okay, a pyramid of darkness that prevented any electrical equipment from working. Any mechanical equipment from working Wait, what? whatsoever in the second G.I. Joe miniseries. <laughs> Episode six, Pyramid of Darkness. Cases the planet. The first five episodes were the weather dominator. <laughs> he took over the weather systems of the entire planet. I really desperately I don't understand see. why you're saying this. I just, now Cobra I just want to see Cobra Commander and Lex Luthor team up. <laughs> like, and just have like super cockamamie plans. Baroness would really, would probably straight up murder. Um, Watch her face. Lex's lackey woman. Oh. But, I mean, new lackey. Nice. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're the, really the common guy. Like, you don't look to us for nothing. Oh, man. Okay, so yeah, the no, no, Earth is coming me. to an end. Yep. Right? And yep. then, but uh, are we going to get a nice summer? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like we're up at the northern latitudes. Like, how cold can it get up here? It's routinely 35 degrees in the summer anyway. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, as long as it doesn't rain all summer, you know? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, we live on an island. We're not too sh too worried about raising water levels. Yeah. We're we're only like a hundred meters above sea level here. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. It's not that it, much. It's actually the worst. Oh, well, crap. I mean, it's it's not like we're Scotland Bangladesh. Moved into the Sudwest. <laughs> ba Bangladesh, sixty-five million people living at sea level right yeah. now. I mean, hey, good news. Yeah. Uh, it rained in Cape Town. Oh really? Yeah. That is actually. I mean, good it's news. St it's still like a problem, but yeah. at least it rained, so it's like less of a problem. You've been following what's going on in Cape Town. Like, it hadn't rained in, like, over 100 days or whatever. And there was, like, the, 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 the drought day was sometime in April, I believe, when they were, like, we will officially be out of water in yeah. early April. Like, there a city no of, like, water. what, 6 million, 7 million people or something? A lot. With no water. And, like, the government was, like, 
We do not have, like, we don't have, like, the military martial presence to handle what will happen yeah. when the city runs out of water. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, that'll just be, like... Mayhem. Yeah, it would... Fucking yeah, it, like, mayhem. And, like, yeah. and, like, one of those things where you're just sort of, like... And, like, no way to, like, calm them down. Like, we can't deliver that much water to them. Like, there's no amount of relief. They just explore into Central Africa and find some. I'm sure that'll work out. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, they're like, this problem is so big. They're like, there's no way to manage it. There's no relief work that can happen on the scale. Like, we can work. We're buying, like, massive shipments of water and stuff is mm. buying, like, days to that time, but not, like, any kind of, like... I read somewhere that they, the, the like, expected use per person per day of water is something like 550 liters. Yeah. It's some crazy amount. That sounds like a lot, but then you think about all your washing, your showering, your dishes, you're, like, everything goes into that. So, yeah. right now, in Cape Town, they're talking about 50 all liters... The food, all the food that you're eating that drank water. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. So, they're talking right now at about less than 50 liters <laughs> per person per day, and so it's, like, teeny teeny tiny amounts that they're that they're using and i don't know man <laughs> it sounds fucking scary yep super scary mm-hmm. speaking of scary yep. florida guys oh i mean what serial so, killers I mean, you want to talk about the the, the shooting the school yeah shootings? Yo, hey listen the president said that if he was there even if he didn't have a gun he would have ran in and done something not like the guy they paid to run in and do something with a gun who <laughs> did not do that thing yeah but that statistic made me super sad after sandy hook yeah. The, they had hired 10,000 police officers yeah. across the United States to help school yeah. protection. Yeah. Yeah. And the statistics have shown absolutely no change in the number of school shootings yeah. and a dramatic rise in misdemeanors to students of color. Yeah. Wow. That the cops are just like handing out to... Yep. Fuck. Hooray. So they're yeah. just... They're just harassing black and Mexican kids. Yeah. Well, the, oh my God. Well, that, that was what they were. I was reading this article that they were talking about uh, the uh, the president's plan to just arm teachers, which is like where was it? They're, they're allowing concealed carry in schools now. Yeah. There's somewhere where the teachers st- they're suggesting teachers bring guns. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, Trump did like his round table thing with like students and stuff, and legit suggested that. I'm like, what? I was like, how? Is, oh God. I can't like like like. And, like, just, like, the problems with that idea is they're just sort of, like, schools, like, don't have money for textbooks. Where are they going to get money for guns? Like, I'm, like, then you're just sort of, like, hey, you know what's super fun? Like, if you're, like, an underpaid teacher with, like, a class of, like, 30 kids screaming. Also, now you have a gun. <laughs> and you're just, like, and expected to, like, somehow yeah. have, like, the mental fortitude to properly assess the situation. That's it. It's not just having this thing in your pocket. It's having the, like, authority and preparation and intent to use it in the event that something goes on. That's it's not a trivial thing. It's an insane thing. And you're just sort of, like, and how many, how many cases, like, how many cases do we see in the news of, like, cops being, like, screwing up under pressure? And that cops are much more trained with gun use. And they're, like, it was a pressure situation and I made the wrong call. And, like, that's policemen saying that. Mm-hmm. Co- a teacher is like, I'm not trained with a gun. I got real scared and I shot someone. And now your child is dead. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, why? Did you see Trump's little notes that he had written himself no. for that roundtable meeting? No. So he's holding little uh, notes. A little notes. I, I have little notes. Yeah. yeah. We're all taking notes. And, and in HD, you can see what he wrote on them. What did and he write? Point number five was, I am listening. So when you're in a meeting with a group of school children who self. just survived, I am listening. Hey, maybe I should be paying attention to them. Is a <laughs> note he gave himself. Exactly. Looks, checks notes. Okay, okay, Listen okay, okay. to the You can criticize Trump for an awful lot of things, but going into, like, having the intent to say, I want to do better and go into a meeting and actually listen to people, you can't fault him for that one. <laughs> but you shouldn't be, have to remind you yourself. Shouldn't, you shouldn't have to, but if you're in the situation where you do, it's a good thing you're choosing to the, do it. It's, it. I'm not faulting him for that. I'm faulting him for having the worry 
that he might that not. That he might not be listening. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is a whole other situation. Fair I enough. am worried that I'm going to zone out. Yeah. Because these crying children I'm sorry. This is going to sound so disrespectful. But what was that you were saying about your dead friend? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't do it. So let's go, back to, <laughs> let's go back to the actual school shooting. So the kid brought body armor, yep. right? This huge metal suit that he went in with his gun. He ran around and murdered a whole bunch of people. The, um, the cop who was stationed outside was just standing in the front, not, not wanting to go in and deal with the guy. He mm -hmm. took his armor off in a bathroom upstairs, mm -hmm. dropped it down a stairwell, left his gun there, went out and ran out with a bunch of other kids and walked out of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. As you do. Yeah. 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 Not, I mean, like, not... Not, not, not to, 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 to... Not to fall into the old hole of blaming video games for this, but that's a Hitman move. <laughs> well, it's a Hitman move, but I'm like, it's also, like, basically, like, one of the steps in every heist movie I've ever seen. Mm. Escape with the hostages. Yeah, exactly, yeah. like, escape with the crew, and just be like, chip, 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 and, like, change into planes, crows, and just, So like they picked him up, like, a couple hours later, because everybody knew that it was him, yeah. and they, the, the FBI had been warned multiple times about him in yeah. the past, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, including on YouTube. Including from oh, YouTube. Yeah. Like, that's... I mean, yeah. we, we kind of hear, we hear this, I think, like all the time in the school shootings. So, like the guys are on lists, but it's just sort of like. But then you like you research into it, and you're like, yeah, but like a gazillion people are on lists, and mm -hmm. you're like, uh, not to say like I, I don't necessarily feel bad for the FBI, but it's like I do because you, it's almost like they're trying to do the right thing by not overreacting on all of these. Yep. But then they're like, oh, how come we didn't see it coming? I was like, because there's a lot of kids who are probably saying and spouting off crazy shit on YouTube. And we can't just suddenly, like, arrest all of them because that's a crazy police state. Yeah. You know, like, it's like it's a lose-lose sort of situation. They're Absolutely. like, oh, the flags are there. But I'm like, the flags are there on all... Like, there was, a, there was a kid in our high school who, like, had, like, plans... Kim Gill? Well, he, that was another <laughs> kid from our high school who did shoot up Dawson. Yeah. But there was a kid in my grade who the, they ended up sending him to a special school uh, or whatever because he had, like, plans of the school and, like, had, like, a, a, a vague, situ like, plan to like plant a pipe bomb mm -hmm. or whatever and he just said like when he got caught for it he was like it was just pure fantasy and it was just because i get picked on a lot at school and, 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 and i'm like he never did anything and this kid ultimately never never went on to do anything either so it's like yeah you don't want to necessarily ruin that kid's life for like for just nothing for just having a real bad time of high school <laughs> like when um in 1994 six or seven around about that region I got Doom and I got into making levels in Doom and for yeah. shits and giggles I was like I'm gonna make my school for Doom it'll be fun and I'll yeah. put little khaki demons and shit in there yeah. and like you do that in this day and age and you're fucking gonna get in a world of trouble yeah and there's, but there's reasonably, reasonably. But, 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 but there's, <laughs> there's a Counter-Strike level that was made that was Barry Ucam yeah yeah. Uh, yeah 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 there was a Metro one and there was a Barry Ucam one yeah. But there was one of like the metro lines that connected all the metro lines. I think that was like CSGO. And there was one like that was the full Beru Camp station with all the huh. platforms and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and tunnels and stuff. Right? Yeah. That make a good level. Yeah. It, it was a good level. <laughs> and it was like weird to be like, I'm going to hide here and not get shot. Wait. What? <laughs> My yeah. brain. Wait. Now do I know where the best place is to hide and not get shot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is weird. It's, it's a conundrum. Other big news? What? Unless we, unless we. Well, I was going to say that they, uh, in the last couple of weeks since we last spoke, deepfakes started becoming more common and then banned on Reddit. Yep. Um, have, you been, have you followed this or read about this or read about the? I think years ago. This is the video. This is where they have an application that records somebody's movement and then implants somebody's face on yeah. top of it live. Specifically hmm. with the uh, application, adding like neural net technology to it makes it like a thousand times smarter than it used to, and that came out more like. The, the easy-to-use applications of it came out around, like, December this year. Yeah. So there's a lot of people who've been saying that Julian Assange since October of last year has been that. 
It's possible. Yeah. Like, it, it's really possible. I was Man, watching. I, I read a big article about deepfakes. Yeah. I went to look at it on it's Reddit. It's fucking scary. Before yeah. it got taken down. It is terrifying and so tough to tell that it's CG. It's, and even crazier than that is I was watching one that they did with, um, with Obama because they're like, if you have a lot of footage of the person, you can like, l like upload even more information into the, into the neural net so like to get like the mannerisms and like the ticks and all that stuff even yeah. more. So it's like the more footage you can throw in of the guy. So if you're like a public figure, like uh, Julian Assange or, or whatever. So like, I mean, like, or, and even then, if your Julian Assange wants to be doing it, he could probably just sit there and talk for hours and hours to load it up himself. If it's something you're willingly doing, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, if you're willingly doing that to yourself, then it's fine, I guess. But if you're unwillingly doing that, you can take, like, a lot of politicians have hours and hours and hours of speech, and that just is, like, loading up the, the AI with even more information on how your face mm -hmm. would map. So they've been putting Nicolas Cage on top of everybody, and then... <laughs> taking, <laughs> taking a Nicolas Cage movie and making every actor in the movie Nicolas Cage. I see nothing wrong with this. <laughs> but then, of and course... Then the other half was celebrity porn. Yeah, the, oh, internet, the, the internet immediately reacts by... Uh, sticking porn in it. Sticking people's faces on porn. And why did it get pulled down from Reddit? Mm. Not because of Universal Studios or Paramount being upset. Porn companies were freaking out. Well, they were just like, this is not fair use parody, and that's our footage. Huh. Cease and desist, cease and desist, cease well, and desist. One of the, I thought that it was kind of interesting because the policy that Reddit ultimately put into place is like such a like late 2000s kind of issue in a weird way, what which was its involuntary creation of porn. The person that you were predicting, like projecting into a pornographic situation had no say of being projected into that situation. Huh. So, like, that's, that's where the policy is. Like, I mean, obviously, yes, it was stemmed by porn companies starting, but what yeah. the policy created... So there's a bunch, a bunch of different, like, celebrity... Uh, like, when they cut and paste, like, of the photos. Like, I mean, like, those fake celebrity fakes have been around for since the internet was mm -hmm. a thing. But now this is, like... Way before that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure. Like, yeah. I'm sure there were probably, like, old artists painting up porn stars to look like celebrities. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, I just thought it was, like, an interesting policy that they ultimately was just sort of, I was like, yeah, that is super weird. Like, just, like, you can make it look like, and then, I mean, I got extra scared and sad because I was, like, apparently there was, I, there were talk of, like, kids finding, like, amateur-style videos and then just, like, putting their classmates over oh, top. Shit. So yeah. then it, like, just fully looks like you're, like, hey. Watching child porn, kind of. Well, well, not necessarily watching child porn, but, like, actual, like, imagine, like, how. Slut-shaming your classmates. Yeah, imagine right. you, you yeah. can slut-shame a class with a friggin' <coughs> video of it. Like, how do you, and you can just deny all you want. Sure. But sure. I have a grainy-ass video. Man, this is only going to get worse. Yeah. This kind of stuff. Yeah. This is just going to get more easy, more available. Like, like right now, you need the software. Eventually, there's going to be a website. You put, put a pic, like, put a link to, a, to somebody's Facebook page. Put a yeah. link to a video. That's, that's, that's kind of how the software works. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. That's, I mean, at the low, low <laughs> entry-level tier, you can just basically, if you get a nice shot of them, a couple of pictures or whatever, it can make like a shoddy one right. kind of like pop up no problem. And the, like, the more footage you have, the, the, the smarter the, the algorithm gets. But yeah, cool. like that's, like I said, A, terrifying because if you think of like, yeah, slut shaming and cyberbullying could be like completely. That's the least of, I mean, that but sucks. It's but the least. There's way worse consequences. Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying like that, that from that, from like local terrible consequences to teens to then, like you said, you can make uh, a public. News stories. You can make, make fucking snuff films. You can make. Recall, that is now legal in America. What, a snuff film? No, uh, <laughs> no, weaponized propaganda made by the U.S. government for the U.S. citizens. Yeah. Barack Obama made that legal in yeah. 2017. Well, because they did it, um, they used that tech in Mr. Robot Season 3, mm -hmm. where there's like, it's an incredible 
version of Barack Obama talking about the damage that F Society did during the hack. I think I actually watched just that scene. Yeah, and, and you're like, yeah. I'm like, you're just sitting there, and you're like, I'm like, did, that, that did, was deepfake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, it makes you think you're like, did they get Barack Obama to like record this? Like, you know, you're like, it, it's close enough that I was like, because it was filmed after he had his presidency had ended. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, yeah. Maybe he did it for shits. But yeah, apparently huh. it was deepfake style stuff, like with. With the sign-off of, like, the approval or whatever, because right. it's still using someone's likeness. But they were like, yo, we're going to make it look like, bo- mm. like the president. There's going to be this. a world where you don't, like, you don't have actors, really. You're, you never act in your own skin. Everybody, like, Andy circuses it with this software. And, and, and you, have, like, a, you have, like, a stage thespian who's, like, this professional body actor. And you just yeah, layer yeah. someone's face on him. And, I mean, uh, Rip Hook. the real, the real yeah. payoff for that will be... Um, well, aside from Nicolas Cage playing every role in every Nicolas I was gonna Cage say when, porn. I was going to say when Iron Fist doesn't suck anymore because they could just put his face on top of a real martial artist. Could, could you go back and do that <laughs> on old footage? Could you just, like, edit him out and put in a real actor? <laughs> mm, Not yet, but soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they could just fix Iron Fist. Be like, oh, the martial arts is really good now. Yeah, you can, like, go get Crouching Tiger and put... Blue. Finn's face on it and then edit those scenes into Iron Fist <laughs> episodes. Exactly. It's, it's okay. It's a little weird that he's got the body of Michelle Yeoh, but uh, eh, it's fine. Still, but yeah, still involu- looks better than in, the like when, when I read the phrase, like, involuntary participation in pornography, I was like, that is the, like, weirdest, most, did, like, late 2000s sentence you, in the welcome world. Welcome to the 21st century. <laughs> yeah, exactly. did, you, did you see any of the videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucked up, man. How good they are? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you mean good in terms of quality, I assume, as opposed in to terms of believability. In terms of believability, you're like, yep. That oh, yeah, is. that's that could very well be that person. Yeah, it's super weird, it's super mm. super creepy, and I mean, I guess, I mean, <laughs> even if even if it was porn companies that, that flipped and, out and about deep, it, Deepfake's choice of celebrities was also hysterical. Nicholas Cage, <laughs> Nicholas Cage for like the non-porn ones, but the porn ones are just like, who do I have my fantasy about? Yeah, no, you, like you, can, you can like make a short list just based on like internet huh. crushes, right? Like Jim, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence Sophie Emma Turner, Wa- Emma Watson, Sophie Turner, yeah, Michelle Obama. I <laughs> 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 saw a huge bunch of those on the list. I was just like, really? <laughs> That's fucked. But yeah, wow. kind of a who's who is of internet crushes. Hmm. And then a who's like who Emma Stone, of Emma like Watson. who's not an internet crush? Heather Natalie Lock- Portman, Heather Locklear. What? <laughs> I don't know. Heather Lockley was just in the news today for beating up her boyfriend. Really? <laughs> no, yeah. And her brother <laughs> called the cops. But what do you mean, who's not? You're saying Natalie Portman is not an internet crush? No, no, no. I'm saying the people who are, o- like, they're obviously not internet crushes, but for some reason, deepfakes latched onto them and made a whole no, bunch Natalie of... Natalie Portman is an internet crush. No, I'm not saying Natalie Portman. What are you saying about Natalie I'm Portman? I'm saying Michelle Obama. <laughs> it's a weird choice for them to make a lot of fake porn about. Yeah, but I think that that's just, like, you know, because Obama. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, that's just like, it's like the funniest, most like visible like option for that. I'm sure Hillary Clinton has a gazillion also. Yeah. See, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, you know? yeah, there was like just a bunch of, cause a bunch of milk T slash D was like, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like you do as you do. Who'd want to get in that musty old claptrap? It's not about that. It's just about like, but that's what I'm saying. I was like, but I feel that like, a lot like of putting, watching putting, Development. putting Michelle, putting Michelle Obama and like Hillary Clinton into deepfake porn is, I feel like the equivalent of putting Nicolas Cage into every movie. It's not like they're not trying to make the. It's not about just the sex. sexiest sex. Yeah, exactly. They're just yeah. trying to be like, yo, look how crazy this is. <laughs> like, look at how weird this is. Okay. And again, news. The, the thing that sticks with you the most, if you see that, it's definitely the Nick Cage movie. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> Which movie did they do? Face off, <laughs> of course, of course, <laughs> because of, oh, course. of course, 
<laughs> Why did that question even need to be asked? <laughs> I watched like 10 minutes of Face Off with Nicolas Cage playing everyone. Man, I'm I like, fucking love wow. that movie. I have the best <laughs> memories of going to see that. <laughs> take your face off. You want to take his face off? <laughs> no more drugs for that man. Uh, nerd, nerd news, you said? Yeah. So this is, and this is also <clears> great because <throat> it double taps on the, on the video editing. Okay. So Billy Mitchell got caught editing all of his Donkey Kong scores. <gasps> Billy Mitchell, the King of Kong, submitted MAME videos. MAME is like a computer emulator yeah, for yeah, these yeah, games. Yeah. So he had been MAMing it. He got caught by uh, somebody and called out, and then they, he like had to go and make some videos available, and then in the videos that he made available, you could like the sound, you could tell that, that it was all spliced up footage. You know, when you look at the sound bars on... Uh, in editing software, you can Ooh. see when there's a cut, there's obvious yeah. obvious breaks. Yeah. So he, it was like sloppily edited. They went back to a bunch of his old scores and found that like a bunch of his old scores were only ever vetted by authorities at Twin Galaxies. And it turns out that he's one of the main sponsors for Twin Galaxies. Yeah. So there's a bunch I, of his as, money as into it. As discussed in the in the movie King of Kong, King of Kong. Yeah. like like that like Weeby talks about it, where he's like Twin Galaxies and Billy Mitchell are like boys. So right? like. Uh, things things are like breaking down at Twin Galaxies. There's a bunch of like famous speedrunners who have been caught cheating recently, and Twin Galaxies hasn't been doing anything about mm-hmm. it. And it's like highlighting that there's no real like who's going to be an authority for high scores. Yeah, you know, there's no there's no way to get around this. Anyway, he has like, yeah, the, the, or, the organizations are not like it's not like the NHL or whatever. Yeah. they're like they're like yeah. making a ton of money and they're like keeping accurate records and all that stuff. They're sort of like this yeah. is just a bunch of guys who used to run an arcade. You know? Yeah, and yeah. they're like, I like the fact that who like, would be the best to do it? Us. Us? Nominate us. We can all quit our jobs if you pay us full-time salaries <laughs> to vet. Come on, Internet. I want Wait, a full-time no, no. salary. <laughs> Wait, no. We already are the official authority on this. Yeah, we already did it. Yeah. that's. It is now us. Well, analysis is over. Write it down. Yeah. He did this interview with this, um, I guess, like, Internet talk show, kind of, where the Internet, got, the guy interviewing him was like, Billy Mitchell is the face of Donkey Kong, like, mm-hmm. right out the gate. You know, yeah, like, yeah, there yeah. would be no high scores if it wasn't for Billy Mitchell. And, yeah. um and he hasn't done any other press, but this is still like developing right now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. people, uh, there's going to be some news. Fun, it was like hilarious. It's weird. There was I just saw an, like a documentary thing on him oh. maxing out Pac-Man again right. on Facebook, like really recently. It's yeah. it's it's getting more and more in the news, especially these weird old titles where like there's a lot of games, a lot of places for any normal person to go play it a bunch and like make a make a high score. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like the, I find it so funny though that like in King of Kong, a lot of people were just sort of like, oh, they edited together to make Billy Mitchell like the bad guy, and then like a lot of other people were <laughs> like, Billy Mitchell kind of is the bad guy. They're like, Weeby is like played for like sympathy, and he's apparently not as like sweet as like the movie necessarily portrays him. But yeah. they're like, Billy Mitchell's kind of like cocky asshole. This is totally. like is, is fully legit. Like yeah. apparently they they downplay like Weeby not being the best and make him a lot more wholesome, but they didn't really do much to Mitchell <laughs> to like change yeah. him up. And now, like, years later, we, all, we know that he's the real heel because he's also cheating. There's like, a video where, in, like, I, one, of the, one of the things he did, he went to, like, the, like a live show and, tr- and played two games back-to-back, one right. of Donkey Kong, one of Donkey Kong Jr. And in between the two, <clears throat> he had to, to switch the, the game board that he was playing yeah. on. And he filmed a video of him with his buddy going and, f- and flipping it, and he's, like, doing the, the talk over, being like, you know, it's a good thing that he's here to flip the boards because I don't know how to work these things, and, and, like, I'm very good at the game, but I don't know how any of this stuff works. And in the video, you can see he takes out the Donkey Kong board and then puts back in the same board. Right. So he actually has, he, like, put this video to back up that he was changing boards, but in the video, if you look really carefully, you can see that he's actually, it's a dual board that handles both Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong, whatever, that's not legal for high scores because you can edit it and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, pretty rough. Crazy. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess, like, 
I love the internet because <laughs> <laughs> this is something people care about and, and are talking about. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I just I imagine like Thanksgiving dinner or whatever. You're like, yo, <laughs> mom, dad, listen to this. Billy Mitchell. Mitchell. They're like, what? <laughs> you know, Don Kong. They're just like, son. <laughs> I am disappointed. <laughs> we do not care. Because we grew up in the age where this... 1988, 1989, where these high scores would have been incredibly relevant to us at those ages. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, mean, I don't had know no access to that information. And now we're all in our late 30s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get, but like, we have access to that information of this news that would be especially relevant 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. I always kind of wonder... I mean, like, I, and now we're the ones who care about it. Like, oh my god, Donkey Kong scores. Nostalgia weighs high. But that's what I'm saying. I've always kind of wondered why, like, say, like StarCraft players or whatever, who like whose hands slow down, don't just like transition over to Donkey Kong because I feel like they hmm. would just rip it up. I feel like like all these, all the like the, the Mappy guy and the Donkey Kong guy and the Pac-Man guy, like they're all these older dudes who played it. I was like, I feel like modern gaming is like so fast that like a, a retired like. Due to not being able to keep up with StarCraft anymore, could yeah. like transition over to these games within like a few years and probably like rip these old guys. Uh, I really don't think there's a lot of money in it. I think is what would stop people. Like if you're a professional gamer, you could be making fucking millions of dollars, and why would you waste your time with? But that's what I'm saying. But like, but yeah. at the point where they retire, all these players like retire, and other than like mm. they're making their money at that point off of their streaming, and if they're just sort of like, yeah, I'm gonna stream. I'll still play StarCraft, but also I'm going to be the new Pac-Man's high score. I feel it would, like, almost up their streaming levels. Do you know Uh, what I mean? I don't know, man. The amount of, like, if you look, there there are people who stream world record attempts 24-7, right? And those guys are going to pull 100 or 200, if they're amazing, viewers. Whereas these guys in, like, the league streamers can get 10,000 every time they log in. Old, like, retiree ones? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, in fact, the retiree ones are the ones who do even better. The the, the current live pros don't tend to stream as much because they're busy fucking practicing and developing strats and shit. And it's the former guys who've retired who are dominating the... Yeah, and they can also probably afford to be, like, a little more, like, casual on 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 the stream, actually like talk to people as opposed to just like you know it's like watching like an old time an old timers game of hockey like the players are going to stop and talk to the fans or whatever versus watching a pro game of hockey where you're like yeah they're here to play hockey yeah Ho- hockey scott yeah trade deadline uh, day was today uh, yeah. habs did almost nothing but then they traded lifelong montreal canadian thomas plekinex i was gonna say the toronto maple why Leafs. why did they do that i heard about this okay so so the going theory is uh, I mean, a they got a decent return on him. They got uh, they traded off one of our kind of like fluffy prospects, and we got a second round pick, which puts Montreal to having four second round picks, which is kind of crazy. Hmm. Which is like those are like that's pretty high. That means like counting our first round pick, like five of the top sixty players drafted are going to one team, and it's us. Huh. That's so like that's not nothing. Uh, and also, he becomes a UFA in the off season. He did not have a no uh, no trade clause in his contract. Apparently, Bergevin, like, he said, I'd like to stay in the East. I don't want to have to, like, relocate to move my family, whatever. And apparently, Bergevin was like, do, an, do you a solid. We'll move you to Toronto. Hilariously. Because mm-hmm. he had a deal worked out with Winnipeg. Winnipeg was sniffing around. He was like, yeah. So, uh, so, and, like, send you to Toronto. So, supposedly, like, they took a little, like, less to move him to Toronto to keep him happy to potentially Maybe get him back. re-sign him as a UFA, which is the only way I'm okay with this. And then I will, like, laugh and love everything. It's <laughs> like, we're not going anywhere. Here you go. We got, uh, like, a draft pick and two prospects, and then we re-signed Plex after, like, three months from now anyway. And we're like, uh-huh. thanks, Toronto. Pleasure doing business with you. Did you beat Tampa Bay? No, you didn't? Oh, well. Like, 
And you're not going to. And you're not going to. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's Toronto is, like, in a position where they loaded up for the playoffs, but Tampa Bay loaded up even harder. And hmm. so did Boston. And so did Boston. And then on the other side, the Kings and the Preds, like, basically went all in. So, and I mean, and Pittsburgh's still a team, you know? So, you <laughs> like, you never know. Like, it's not yeah. going to be... Toronto did the thing where you're like we're loading up, loading up for a cup push, right. but then there's like four teams above them that are like also doing that and and are better teams. Like I think Toronto's going to go far. I think they're going to do well, but Jesus. Anyway, hmm. but yeah, it's so sad. Lou Lamorello, Lamorello um, has a dumb policy of no facial hair, so now Thomas Plekanec doesn't have a goatee. Whoa, which is gross. How is that a policy? He's dumb. Shave those sideburns, man. Yeah. What the hell kind of world is this? Yeah, he's, he's an old-timey hockey man. Weird. Yeah, I was like, so, and so there's like the picture of him first day in a Leafs, Leafs jersey, jersey. And he has yeah. no turtleneck and no goatee. <laughs> someone someone on our Habs was just sort of like, wait a second. If he has no goatee and no turtleneck, did we even trade Thomas Plekanex? <laughs> <laughs> this is just like, that's not Thomas Plekanex. He, he, he traded opinion. the good brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, that's not Thomas Plekanex. It's like, like the Tommy, like, Pleca throat or something. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but it just that that picture of him, of Thomas Plekanec, like drafted by the Habs, played 14 years here in a Leafs jersey. No cup of of all the jerseys. I pray to God that he would send moths to eat my Toronto Maple Leafs sweater. Yeah, I will never wear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people were just sort of like they're, they're, they're like um, in the weird like foreign foreign guy voice being like. Where is you when Turtleplex was trade? I was drinking Molson. <laughs> like, when the Shutska, <laughs> when the Shutska called, Plek is trade. No. No. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, man. But other than that, kind of did nothing other than get rid of Morrow. Traded Morrow. We got Riley. Got Riley, which is... That's it. Well, I mean, yeah. Which I am not... Hey, at least we didn't really piss off our all-star franchise defensemen and then not trade them. Oh, Ottawa. <laughs> yeah. What did you do? Yeah. Ottawa, yeah, Ottawa's in the middle of a tank of their own and mm-hmm. have been like... They floated the idea of trading one of the best players in the world. Their captain. Who is Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson. Okay. And then didn't trade him. Like, everyone knew they were talking about trading him, and they didn't pull the trigger on it. Yeah. Huh. So now he knows that they were just like, oh, they're done with me. Whereas, like, whereas Mon- Montreal, I think, handled it really well. As for in terms of like the information that got leaked out, which was like teams have an interest in Pacioretty, Habs not moving like because they value him too highly, and I was like, and you're like, so if I'm Max Pacioretty, being like, okay, like yeah. I don't, obviously people are calling because you know, my team's like, not making the playoffs. my team's not making the playoffs, and I'm like a really solid pure goal scorer and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. then being like, my team is like, we're not saying no to a deal, but we want this much. This is how much we value him. I was like, and that's like the right kind of way. Not, not to be like, oh, the Ottawa Senators are shopping Eric Carlson. It was never <laughs> like, you're like, oh, that's like, that's like, we want to trade you. That's right, like right. the Habs are, Habs are in more of a position saying like, we don't want to trade Max Pacioretty, but like. If you go crazy, we're not going to yeah. say no. And I'm, yeah. I'm uh, over listening in on all the people at work and being like, eh, another year with another move, no moves. I was like, honestly, honestly. I was How, like, you can't take this team any more than they're tanked. <laughs> Right, and I was like, and why unload like like the the key pieces that you could get players back for are not like going to be pieces that you don't want next year. You know what does that I, mean? Like I mean, like it's like guys like Pacioretty, Gallagher, Galchenyuk are still like 
they're young enough that you don't need to like you don't need to get rid of them to restart a new plan. Hmm. Like they're not like in that e- like Shea Weber's too expensive to move basically, and Carey Price is also kind of too expensive to move. And they're both hurt. And they're both also hurt right now, which also is like they're not going to be like they're n- no playoff team is going to want them for the push. Right, right. Right. So you're like the the pieces that you could move aren't automatically like they're not good pieces because you do want them next year you know like it's not a question of oh we're going to tank the season and trade a guy who's like 29 30 31 years old these are all guys in their like mid-20s where you're like yeah they they all have another four or five years of hockey in them they can be the backbone of the team Hmm. you do want picks i was not upset at the lack of me neither like with price hurt and weber hurt we're in tank mode like you don't need to drop anymore yeah, and, get, uh, and, and get like that I said, like, like, Gal, like, what was it? Like, Galchaniak just turned, like, 24 or whatever. Like, people are saying, like, they're like, and he's not, a, like, he's had, like, a good two or three seasons. He's not where he should be, like a lot of people think, but he's still young enough that he could get better. And he's, like, his crappy seasons, he's still putting up, like, 30, 40, 50 points. So you're like, that's not a crappy player. Like, Gallagher's the same way. Uh, Pacioretty at $4.5 million is... John, do you get the concept of tanking? Like, what that means? And why? Yeah, you get better draft picks, don't you? Yeah, correct. Yeah. 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 And, and also this year, or at least in the last two years, they've, they've rearranged uh, the draft lottery to allow like, a lot more like, upwards and downwards mobility on hmm. the draft list. So like, if you finish dead last, you only finish with about a 19% chance of picking first. Hmm. So just to try and stop people from tanking. To, to try yeah. to stop people from tanking. But what it does is like, Thanks, if, you, if, you, if you finish like fourth or fifth, you have like an eight and a half, nine percent chance. So it's like you don't need to tank down to the bottom. You just need to be like finish crappy and you're in the mix right. for a decent draft pick. So are I they mean, are they really worth all that? They can be. The first yeah. overall really can be. Like the first overall is often a player who Crosby or like, uh, exactly whatever, Austin yeah. Matthews showed up and was immediately an impact. Connor like, McDavid. Top forward. Connor yeah. McDavid was yeah. immediately an impact. Forward. Patrick Laney was a number two pick. Yeah, he was a thirty goal scorer. Like. Like pretty, pretty much out. Those the nineteen, game. twenty year old kids walk into the league as stars, right? And then you, and then like the crazy part about that is that means they can play as stars for like fifteen years, right? Like if they mm. like barring injury and stuff, like it's not unusual for a player who doesn't like undergo a bunch of injuries to play well, till it's like early to mid thirties, sure. you know? Like right. Alexander Ovechkin who was the number one pick in the lockout year. No, oh, that was Crosby because that Crosby was the, over, the he was the year before. The, yeah, yeah, right. is playing his. 984th game yes. in the league right now, yeah. and he's, what, 28, 29? No, he's older than that. I think he's, like, 30 or 31. 30? Yeah. But yeah, but he's, but, like, still, but like you got, like, 11 years of having Alex Ovechkin on your team. And he's right. still the best goal scorer in the league. Yeah, whereas, like, a normal, a normal player that you draft and develop, he's not getting into the league until he's 23, 24. Hmm. And then he also has, like, a couple of years of learning curve at the NHL. Like, mid-20s is usually where they end. And so you're saying Montreal has four second-round draft picks? Yeah, next first year. Round pick. And a first-round pick. And a first-round pick. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's not it, – and, and like I said, that first round, the first-round pick, they're presently, like, in the mix to be picking first overall. And that'd be, like – it'd be, like, a very quick fix to our problems at the blue line if we got Dolan. But anyway. That, if there's a power forward available, that's the – No, it's a defenseman. Yeah, yeah, but, defenseman. but like, like a. Didn't we have like a superstar defenseman? I feel like, he yeah, gave all kinds of money to our kids mm-hmm. in the hospital. Mm, I feel it was that guy. I might have forgotten about him. Mm. Uh, you're forgetting that he was black, John. He was in French. He was black. Oh, and whatever, man. Ryan Can't McDon- have that. Ryan, but at least New York Rangers traded Ryan McDonough. 
That's yeah, what I'm saying. for the farm. Yeah. Holy crap, did they clean up on that trade. I was like, <laughs> he was thrown in on the Gomez trade. Oh, my God. What's this? So uh, when we traded for Scott Gomez, who scored seven goals for, as a half over the course of like three years and is the worst, yeah. uh, we traded Chris Higgins, like a pick, and Ryan McDonough for center Scott Gomez. Ryan McDonough was like a super blue chip defensive prospect. Uh-huh. Kind of got thrown in because he was like having a slightly slower than usual start. Like he had played one season in the AHL and it wasn't like amazing, amazing, but was still like a very high pick blue chip prospect. Uh-huh. He ended up uh, playing for the Rangers, being a superstar defenseman, becoming the captain of the team. <laughs> and then they just traded him for like five players. Like it's picks and yeah, a first and a second in there. Yeah, it's just ah, the worst. Rangers uh, are in full on tank mode. They traded Nash. They traded McDonough. Yeah. Well, did you? They they sent a letter. This is like the simultaneously the most like transparent and saddest thing I've seen a pro sports team do. They, so? they 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 publicly said to their fans like just bear with us. The season is over. Like <laughs> like at like the middle of the season. Like there's 30 games left now. That, this is like a couple weeks ago when there was still like 40 only like. Halfway through the season, they yeah. were like, we understand this is trying times. It's not where the organization wants to be. Like, thank you for your patience with us during this rebuilding period. Like, get like ready. P- we're going to trade a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, just just thanks for hanging on. Get, you know, get ready to, uh, to, to see some young guys skating. Am I right? Because we are not going to have a team. <laughs> we're not going to have an NHL team in a couple weeks, boys. The, the Rochester Americans? Yeah. So sorry about your playoff run. Yeah, exactly. You're, all, those, all those guys in the NHL are going to be up in yeah, the NHL. We're, we're taking soon. them up. Uh, so what else is going on, team? Um, I don't know. You don't know? I saw all the movies. You saw all the movies? I saw a movie in theater. Uh, Go just on. recently came out. I saw Winchester, the fictionalized... Oh, a horror story about the... Um, ghost hotel. story the, about yeah. Sarah... Not hotel. It was her house. Murder house. Yeah. It wasn't a murder house, even. Smoky well, house. I think house. the history of it... I'm just going to do the history because I know what the history is, yep. not the movie. So I've been there. From what I understand, she was the heiress to the Winchester fortune. Correct. A lot of men were coming to try and marry her to take that fortune for themselves. Mm-hmm. She kind of went crazy, kind of got dr- into drugs and alcohol and whatever. Yep. She built this gigantic-ass mansion with doors that go nowhere, with staircases that open to a, a hole outside yeah. the place. Yeah, like yeah. A Totally insane. Built it really big, and then I think she died, and that's it. Yep. That's the Well, story. the... the, the um, the slight footnote that, like, to add to that that makes it even crazier was it wasn't that she just built this crazy house. The house was under, like, a perpetual state of construction. They mm-hmm. were, like, building rooms, tearing down rooms, building rooms, tearing down rooms. Like, she was, like, paying these contractors to work, like, around the clock for most of her life while she was living there. So it wow. wasn't just, like, I built this crazy house with, like, random shit and we're done. It was, like, keep going. Like, tear this down, build that, tear this down. Hmm. And, like, she uh, gave, the, like, gave them a lot of instruction on how to do it, too. Like, everything was, like to spec it wasn't like we screwed up and built this stairway into the thing it was like this is how lady winchester but then later she was like take out the room that's up there so the staircase just goes to nowhere now. yeah Yeah. or or not like just like piling stuff on so the movie obviously i mean kind of it's a ghost story movie spells out that like yes it is in fact the souls of all the people killed by winchester the victims of the winchester rifles and on top of that they kind of add in the element that um the building and tearing down is she had this thing where she would like try to make peace with the souls. Mm-hmm. So she would like build rooms to the souls specifications because the souls would communicate. I like that would allow them to like have find peace and then find she tears peace, the room and down. then she could like release the soul. I love and it. Then, and then go so I was like, neat. I yeah. was like, kind of well thought out. It's a good setup. It's, it's cute. Yeah. Um, they set the, they have like a guy that's hired by the Winchester rifle board of directors to go and like assess her sanity. Mm-hmm. Obviously he gets tied into the, to the supernatural stuff. Yep. Uh, his 
Also, um, his wife died, killed herself with a Winchester rifle, so gets like oh, run in there. Tie in. Um, Any names? No. Helen Mirren is oh, Sarah yeah. Winchester, which is like she's a real Dame, actress. Yeah. Dame Helen Mirren. Dame Helen Mirren is. Sarah she's Winchester. a lady. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa! She's a lady. Anyway, yeah. Um, one thing that I also kind of liked was during the climactic scene. Mm-hmm. Like, the entire house starts to, like, shake and stuff collapses and is flying everywhere Spooky. around. And it's because of the ghosts. But then I was, like, I had visited the Winchester uh, Museum. And I was, like, in my head I was, like, oh, yeah, the house was completely ravaged by an earthquake in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So they, like, they, and, like, they, and they say, like, that was the earthquake. Which I was, like, neat. I was, like, just, like, it's, like, a, a nod to reality a nod to reality being like yeah the house did freaking like giant chunks of it fall down on itself hmm. because it was like the san francisco earthquake of like 1915 or whatever the heck it was so but i was like it's kind of cool like to just see like the ghosts are all like flying through the walls and smashing shit and mm-hmm. it also was the earthquakes so you're like is it real did it really happen i thought it was just like a cute clever yeah exactly i was like smart like so I mean, was it good um so here's the thing not not <laughs> n- n- not not to say that that's even like a judgment i think it's really Hard. It was all filmed in deep fakes. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I think it's like Helen really Mirren everywhere. <laughs> it's really hard to do like a good like ghost story, <laughs> like because ghost as like a horror genre is like woo, like spooky, and they're mm-hmm. usually not just like out to kill you. They usually have like it managed to be like mostly tense throughout the entire time, mm-hmm. but without having like that big like oh holy crap payoff. But I find ghost movies den- generally don't. Like I was really trying to like rack my brain for like. What's a really good, like, ghost story movie? Like, a ghost story? But it's not story. really a horror film. Yeah, that's yeah. not really a horror film. But a like, good yeah. horror movie that, that involves is a ghost? ghost? That is about ghosts. House on Haunted Hill? House on Haunted Hill? That was all right. Was the one right. that you had, right? The yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The one yeah, that yeah. I watched I all the time. But, like, that's tricky because the source of the evil was ghosts, but it's really like a haunted house kind of thing or like a murder house kind of... Well, no, it was all the ghosts, right? The scientists were all ghosts and they were... I know, the but girl was like looking through a camcorder. But it's like them, it's but like a haunted house that they go into, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. The, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, this was kind of like, yeah, this was kind of interesting because they're like drawing mm. the ghost in. I thought it was the woman in black. Oh, a woman in black with um, what's his name? Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. That was definitely the play. Yeah. yeah, but again, but that was like also very atmospheric. Yeah. So this this had the ring. Hmm? The ring. The ring. I mean, the again, ring is more, it's, but it's like spirits, not there ghosts. There is a ghost, but Keith, back that sentence up a bit. The ring is spirits, not ghosts. I don't think, like, in Japanese, like, culture or whatever, it's like, they're like, they're like malevolent spirits that corrupted the ghosts. I mean, they really like, There's, like, another layer. Yeah, some, something happened to Samara to make her evil. Like, it's implied that she's not human in the... Yeah, exactly. It's like something, happ- like something happened Demonic. to the ghost. Yeah. 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 It's but like, again, it's, like, ambiguous, you know? Yeah. Like, you could, you could go either way on that. Either yeah. way. Yeah. But as a straight, this is about ghosts. This is a ghost story. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I thought, like, admirable. I'm not, like, looking anywhere very high on the mm-hmm. list. Uh, well, let's look around. Based on what you're saying, sixty-one uh, is Jurassic World. What about it's the descent? Where does the descent below, go? It's below Jurassic World. Like it's a. Uh, I mean, like like this is my review. This is a perfectly right. fine ghost movie. Uh-huh. Like that is like that is what it is. Like there, there's nothing too wrong about it, but there's like really no wow factor. I mean, it's just like it's kind of cool. Going down a little bit from there, we run into Rubber Interstellar. I put it below both of those. Evil Dead. It's below at Evil 68. Dead. Huh. Go down a little bit more. We get this, number this 72, Ghost in the Shell, 2017. What's above Ghost in the Shell? 
King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. <laughs> well, it's above that. The Long Goodbye by Robert Altman. Okay, so I'm going to need some help on some of these. Because I would, I, my, my instinct is to kind and of put above it... that is Zootopia. I put it below Zootopia and above uh, Ghost in the Shell. Okay. But I don't know necessarily in those Long Goodbye or uh, King Arthur. I don't know where that... Like, it is just because, like... Based I on your description, I would put it above King Arthur. Okay. Yeah, you kind of dumpstered on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's it. Because that's what I'm saying. is like, Ghost in the Shell, like, like Zootopia, I thought was a good movie. And Ghost in the Shell, I thought was, like, a, like... Like, there's nothing wrong with Winchester. I saw Ghost in the Shell this week. Yeah. How's really? That? The new one? Yeah. What'd you think? I've never seen a movie that s- had such good visuals yeah. that I could still think, man, this is poorly directed. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, did, did I've never seen a movie that looked so good and had such good camera work. And I'm like, this director has no idea what he's doing with the story. Yeah. Did he like just direct like music videos beforehand? Maybe that's like a, a situation. Uh, do you uh, do you agree with we we talked about this when we when we ranked it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like just if you put it on mute and put on like some Daft Punk, you'd be like, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like you'd be like, okay, this is fine. This is okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so let's let's slide um, Winchester right in there at the number. 71 slot under the long goodbye and above King Arthur Legend of the Sword cool. did you watch what else did you watch I watched the other Ghost in the Shell the original Ghost hey, in the Shell oh. right after that and I was like I need a palate cleanser here how did it how did it age Ca- yeah, yeah. story wise it aged very well right CG wise it aged very poorly <laughs> I don't even but really wasn't a lot of it animated like there was some yeah, CG was like, components it was like the CG, yeah. so CG components really didn't work are jarring hmm. they're like hackers hacker CG effects. Mm-hmm. It just mm. doesn't look smooth for that really nice animation that goes with mm. it. They would have been better off. And so, okay, but all. to so be fair, it was fucking 88 when it came out. Like, it was no, cool no, no, shit. No, no, no. It was 90, 97? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that would lead. But, but, like, that shit was cutting edge when it came out. You know, you gave Yeah, no, it yeah. was cutting edge. There's also some really long musical moping scenes. Yeah, but that's anime. Yeah. Yeah. My, my but, but I liked it a lot. My, my, my question, especially considering that you've listened to, listened to, watched the both of them. Both of them. Um, like, in my mind, the original one contained, like, subtlety. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, and I was like, was that just, like, was that, I was like, was that just, like, nostalgia memories of it? No. Or Because, like, the new one had no subtlety Be, Again, whatsoever. because of those really long scenes of her thinking things over, looking out at the city. Yeah. Like, those scenes made a lot more sense than some of the weird stuff that happened in the live-action movie. Yeah. When you're like, is she a robot? Like, is she a person? Like, it lets you, lets you think about it while she's thinking about it, as mm-hmm. opposed to just being like, here is the thing. <laughs> Scar Joe. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I feel kind of bad for her in retrospect, because I don't think she did a terrible performance. The I problems that were in there were not her. It was not, the, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's so, like, it's, yeah, it's just, like a lot of weird, Again, weird, weird, dumb, direct, Creative choices, like the performances are fine. Yep. In Ghost in the Shell, yeah. the guy that's playing Bato was great. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. his his delivery was perfect. His look was good. The older, I'm the, sure he was the, What's his name? The old one, the 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 head of the agency. He's cool. Yeah. Like yeah, like, uh, there's a lot going on right about Ghost in the Shell. It just comes together to be garbage. But so the oh man, one. yeah, no, it really comes out and tells you exactly what's going on all yeah. the way through it. And yeah, exactly. Which is like such a bummer. It, like, that's what I said. Like. I can't believe the director lost hold of the narrative so well, especially because in, in, in Ghost like in the Shell in the co- in the cartoon, uh, if I it's like not that weird the original cartoon. Yeah, no, no, but uh, but when what's his name shows up, the the bad guy, yeah, air the, quotes, like he's not a human, 
And that's like no. adds another fun layer. Is that yeah, he's, he's a, he, he wants to be a person, you know, he, and he was not a person, you know. He like, refuses to identify as an AI. He's yeah. like, I'm not an AI. I'm alive. Yeah, I'm exactly. Not artificial. So I it's like there's like yeah. there's just like another layer of like interesting storytelling. You're like, oh, cool. And this one, like in the live action, they're like, no, it was also a person. And you're like, what are we even doing here? Like, what is this? Was that the guy from Boardwalk, Boardwalk Empire? Empire? Yeah. 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 Even he was fine. Like, as an actor, he was fine. Just the character just, like, became shittier. Yep. Like, because of the, the movie. Yeah. Uh, where do you rank? New yeah. You're going to put the original? Old school. Yeah. yeah. Old. Actually, are you happy with the location of the new one? Right? Because you just saw it. Maybe you have a yeah. fresher eye. Like, I don't know. No, no. I like where it is under King Arthur. It's in that, <laughs> that area. It's in, the, it's in that miss the mark yeah. zone. Because, again, looked really pretty. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm happy with the visuals and that. that. I feel that that section of the list is is right at like movies that had a lot going on but missed the mark. Do we have any anime? I don't on think the so. List? This might be. I mean, other than Interstellar. Yeah. Interstellar. Well, it's better than Interstellar. Yeah. Well, because Interstellar is like a except music for the video. soundtrack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Interstellar is just a music video. Let's see what's comparable. What about there? what about Star Wars: The Force Awakens? It's not as good as Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Okay, so below that. I don't want to talk about Star Wars on the podcast because we've done that a whole bunch <laughs> but I had some thoughts about Force Awakens that uh, I don't know maybe I'll write about later share them um, let's see it's better than Interstellar but I don't think it's going too too high let's see I would say right around Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire Jurassic Worlds I'd, I, I would put it above Goblet of Fire personally so Goblet would I. of Fire is good though yeah, no, and that, that's not a slam on, on... Mask of Zorro, Return of Xander Cage, it's better than that. It's better than The Bad Batch. Well, because it's it, because, like, again, we're talking about, like, the subtlety and, like, the stuff that it makes you thinking about. I'm, like, I'm having not seen it recently, I, like, to me, I was, like, it, it, like, throws some weight. Mm. There's a good comparable one. TMNT 2007. The yeah? CG animated okay. one. Hmm. I would say above. Okay, and then above that is Kong Skull Island. And then you said Kong Skull Island was real good. Yes, Kong Skull Island was real good. Right there. Right underneath Kong Skull Islands and right above TMNT 2007. Mm-hmm. I like so it. it is written. So let it be done. I saw Justice League. Oh, oh you did it. And? Ooh. Man. This is, okay. I, I, got, well, I, lo- I watched a couple clips. This is the impression I got. It looks like a dumb Saturday morning cartoon, but with real people and CG. Yeah, it's... Is it, is it jarringly directed by two people? Because I heard that also. When, no, when, when it's just jarringly directed. Well, but I mean, it's also by two people. It was yeah. like jarringly directed by two people in the reshoots and stuff. But apparently, like the characters like fluctuate wildly between being like characters and the color in fluctuates. characters yeah. characters oh, in yeah. a Joss Whedon film and then characters in someone else's movie. Like the characters are just super inconsistent with how yes. with how smarmy they are. <laughs> like um, Flash is almost unbearable. Oh, Ezra Miller is so bad because I like so the casting. Bad. I thought he was like yeah. a joke. Is my my He's understanding was that he was like slapstick the whole way through. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He is. They basically put him on the spectrum. Okay. And on, like, like they the say he's, not, he's, an, uh, he's autistic? Or, or they don't say it, but that's how he acts. Right. And he is directed to tendencies. He's completely socially inept. Huh. He is completely without confidence in his powers, even though he's this side super, of Wonder Woman is the best, most powerful superhero. Um, they, like, spoiler alert because they put it on the posters halfway through the, the movie release. Superman comes back to life. They do yeah. the Superman. CG stash. And that's just garbage. Superman beats up the league because he's mad 
that he's alive. Yeah, but, this, but this is new Superman. Oh, and hold on. Justice <sighs> League did have... Didn't you have four Supermans come back and like one of them was evil? There was a robot Superman in the Death yeah, of Superman yeah, storyline? Yeah, Death and Return like, yeah. of Superman is yeah. bad comics. And... Yeah, man. The only it's thing that's good about it is Cyborg says Booyah at the end. What? From, from Teen Titans Go, from the kids' cartoon. He says Booyah a lot. Okay. I got a sandwich! Booyah! Like... It's and like, up, it's it like up there when, uh, when Vinnie Jones said, I'm the juggernaut bitch in X-Men 3, right. being the yeah. only good part of X-Men 3. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot like that. It's, it's the opposite. It's a, a movie that had, no, had like a bunch of really good clips and no watchability from start to finish. Uh, I, how, okay, so, I mean, I guess, I, like, I don't even care about the story. Like, <laughs> come on, what's the story? I was like, do you want to like, eat, eat up precious there's, 90 there's, minutes? There's three mother boxes on Earth. Wait, Mother what? Boxes. Mother boxes. Yeah. See, this is going to take too long already. <laughs> and, I, and I stopped caring. <laughs> Mother boxes are dark side computers. Okay. And they're uh, very powerful. Do you mean like from the Force? No. He means dark side S-E-I-D. Oh. Yeah. As in the, uh, the mutant apocalypse, but in DC is known as dark side. So right. they, they name drop dark side a bit, but they don't actually show him. They instead okay. have Steppenwolf, who is one of dark side's generals, come to Earth with a bunch of parademons to try to claim the three Mother boxes. Right. The Justice League tries to stop them. They fail. So they bring Superman back to life, and everyone's mad about that, including Superman. Uh-huh. And then... Do you know the pain of death? So they bring Superman back to life. He beats up the League, and then he goes to Kent Farm with Lois and Martha. Uh-huh. And then the rest of the League goes to fight Steppenwolf. And he kicks all their butts. And you're just like, oh, darn. And they're like, well, there's nothing that can save us now. I'm like... No, but you showed Superman alive at Kent Farm coming back down to Earth like five minutes before the scene started. Like, we <laughs> all know he's got, there's no dramatic tension here. Oh, that sucks. And he comes back and he's like, I'm Superman, kick your butt. And then uses heat vision and saves the day. And um, they're like, we won, yay. I'm like, ah, oh, that was... We did it. Booyah. How's, it how's, <laughs> it's a bad movie. How's Batfleck in this one? He's fine. Poor Ben Affleck. Yep. He gets to be fine as Bruce Wayne. Well, I mean, he was fine in Batman vs. Superman. He was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. uh, so BVS, is it above or below? It's got to be above. It's above BVS. Oh, BVS okay. was a goddamn catastrophe, but it's not much. <laughs> is it above or below? Ooh, Star Wars Phantom Episode Menace. 7. Star Wars The Phantom Menace? That's where I'm looking. The Phantom okay. Menace. Was anything as cool as Duel of the Fates? Yeah, it's got some moments. Go back and watch that again, man. The, the, the fucking lightsabers are so far away from each other. <laughs> it looks so trash right now. <laughs> fucking hate it's that movie. Like, it's not as good as Hellboy, and that's a movie that I, I, I trashed upon rewatching. Yeah. So. I was talking about, while you think about this, I was talking about Hellboy with Pat, telling him it was not as good. He was like, no, Hellboy is like better than almost like every Marvel movie out there right now. And I was no, like, man, go back man, and, go watch, back and watch it. Yeah. I was like, it's not. I'm, like, I'm saying it's probably better than Iron Man 3. But... Yeah. You know, like it's most Marvel. I movies was so bummed when that fucking just lost lost it itself lost as it went. Like it had so much chance for cool shit. And yeah. where where are you landing, Scotty? <sighs> it's better than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows, and not as good as Baywatch. Right. Wow, <laughs> Justice League just under Baywatch. <laughs> as as a big comic book superhero fan, I would rather watch Baywatch again tonight if I had to choose between those two movies. That's so sad. That's so sad. <laughs> It's yeah. like the saddest. And just think, like, this this was it. Like, when is the next time they're going to make a gigantic-ass, big-budget Justice League movie? Wonder Woman right? 2. That's they, it. They like, might not ever come back well, to Wonder this. Wonder Woman 2, I think, is the only one that's 
been like Slated. any critically well received, right? Well, Wonder Woman was great. It was yeah. a great movie. It was a fun movie. And Wonder Woman 2, they're bringing back the same director. It was a great fun superhero movie, movie yeah. right? It was not more than that. It was just a good, no, fun superhero movie. It gave me hope for the DC film universe to sure. be good. That just it was good. Dashed. Yeah. Dashed you could see Joss Whedon tried to hammer in a lot more Wonder Woman into Justice League. Yeah. Because yeah. Zack Snyder didn't. Here's yeah. an interesting thing. He just got pulled off of uh, Supergirl? Batgirl? Batgirl. Batgirl. Really? Yeah. yeah. He he bailed and he's like, I don't know what to write for this and I'm not doing it. Huh. Yeah. Weird. Well, that's a bummer. He would have been a good... So what you're saying is that bringing in like a good director to try to save a terrible movie doesn't save it. Looking at you, Solo. A Star Wars story. <laughs> we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> we have not seen it yet. But by God, I don't... So in preparation for going to see it and just like appreciating how much of a clusterfuck it can be... I went and I rewatched Apollo 13 mm-hmm. to try and just get a get a feel for the old Ron Howard and right. like I remember very fondly that movie. Yeah, I don't I don't see it now very fondly. I feel like it was like a paint by numbers exercise. It's like safe safe direction the whole yeah. way through. Like I, I I don't know, but like maybe but I feel that that's kind of the guy that when you have a movie that's like mostly done and is turning into crap, you kind of want a safe yeah like a safe thing. And that's not it's not like a terrible decision to bring him in, but you're like can he salvage? Like, there was apparently talk in, like, November or whatever. Direct to Netflix. Of a direct-to-Netflix release on Solo. Yeah. Right? How bad does it have to be for How them to How bad does it have that? to be for them yeah. to, like, turn... Like, and that's turning down, like, guaranteed bank at the cinema. Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to make bank opening yeah. weekend no matter what. Yeah. But then they're saying, okay, so it's going to make, like, all these millions of dollars. Are we going to damage our brand? Are we going to damage the brand by having a major release like that? Versus, yeah. like, if we release it on Netflix, it'll still keep all the buzz going and, like... But people are going to be less... Harsh. Yeah, you're gonna be less, less harsh pissed, yeah. on a thing that yeah. a household, that every household got for ten bucks a month. You know, like yeah. Yeah. versus going to a movie theater, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. But it let's be fair here. Sometimes when they give something for free, it can still really piss people off. Like that time that you two <laughs> installed their music on everyone's. Yeah. Hey, it was not like Netflix where you're like, in order to watch Netflix, you need to w- listen. You need to watch Solo, a Star yeah. Wars. What? Uh, <laughs> It won't give you the menu until you finish all two hours. Or it just of the has movie. the menu, but it's all solo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're sort of like Solo was the most downloaded movie in network Whoa. history. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it! Until you get to the credits, well, you can't choose another movie. Mm, yeah. Fast forward doesn't work. You're like, ah. <laughs> if oh, you click man. fast forward, it goes back to the start. <laughs> just to punish you. <laughs> it's either that or it's like next time on Star Wars, and it's totally made up shit. Leia comes back. Uh, yeah, I think it was the 90s, y'all. Uh, if you're still listening to us at this point, you should probably vote for us on Cult Montreal. They started Ooh. their uh, their thing. Vote for 9NES as your favorite podcast in Montreal on Cult Montreal. Because it's your favorite podcast. I mean, I'm on like two other podcasts. So. Yeah, but this one's your favorite. Keith, you told us this one was your favorite. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for sticking around to the very end of this show. That means you're our number one fan. As our number one fan, maybe you're wondering a way that you can show your support for this. We've set up a few ways, and the boys are going to tell you about it now. 
If you like this show, you might know other people that like this show, or maybe they'll like some of the other stuff that we're doing on the website. If that's the case, you can tell them all about it using all of the social networks like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of those, or you could just you know send people links directly to the website. Or if you live in a world without the internet and you only listen to podcasts, you can tell people about it with your human mouth. There's other ways we could support us, John. If your interest in supporting us extends to the financial section, you might consider patreon.com slash 9to5cc. If you go there, you can get perks like early content, you can get your questions answered on the air, and you can get extra art. We've been doing this show for a long time, so we kind of know what we're doing. Not really. 905.cc. <laughs> Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.